welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I am joined uh, this evening by a DJ and producer uh, who uh, whose most recent edit is uh, of was it screwed up by uh, Paul Wall. Um, and but she also has uh, a tune she did with uh, Slang Troubadour. It's called Habitat. Uh, that's that is streaming everywhere. Um, I'm excited to talk to her about her passions, how she why she does what she does. Thank you very much, Kalista, aka Analog, to the show. Of course, I'm excited. So, uh, same. Uh, how are you? How's your day today? Um, I feel like that's such a big question. Today has been crazy. I try to take my first motorcycle ride for the year. Um, it's oh, beautiful cool. here in Kansas City. It's like 75 degrees out i made it like five minutes and my bike died on the freeway so uh oh, shit <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah so, um, thankful for extended warranties and tow trucks and all that so we're good yeah damn that that is that sucks but <laughs> i'm glad uh it wasn't as bad as it could have been but still for sure how'd the bike feel though in that five minutes so good it was so nice out and um I like volunteered with work to help help out the the reserve soldiers this weekend. So like I was working all weekend too. I was like so ready to blow off some steam. So for those five minutes, it was amazing. I feel like compared to Milwaukee, Kansas City, I always just tell people it's a little bit more mild. So like we get a little bit warmer summer, warmer winter or a uh, less cold winter. Yeah. So it's really beautiful. Nice. So yeah, I. Imagine it gets a lot uh, nicer, a lot uh, earlier in the year than it does uh, up here in uh, good, good old Waukee. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, today was a really nice day. Um, they said it was going to rain like all week. And then today the sun came out and it was like, I think it was, it got up to like the upper 50s and uh, it was beautiful. I got a, I got a little sunburn today. Oh my God. Yeah, 50s in Milwaukee is like shorts weather. It's when you start busting out the cargo shorts and go to Bradford. Uh, absolutely. I, <laughs> if I wasn't down uh, organizing in Kenosha today, that's probably what I would have done. So, um, yeah, uh, it was a good day, but uh, I just got back and I'm tired. And so I ate some food, drank some coffee, and here we are. There you go. Yeah. Are you a coffee drinker, Kalista? I am, um, but I have to have it like super early in the morning. Otherwise, I don't sleep. So like, you know, I got to time it out just right. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel that some people are very sensitive to caffeine and it'll like keep them up into the wee hours of the night. Yeah, totally just throws me off, but I have to have it in the morning. So I don't, I don't know. We work with it. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I need it too. Um, first thing, uh, I usually need a pick me up in the afternoon, just because like I burn through my energy so quickly these days. But um, guy. what's that? You're not a nap guy. Uh, sometimes I'm nap guy, uh, Mister Nap guy. Yeah, there you go. Your alter ego. Yeah, right. It's me when I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sometimes I, I'm, I take naps, usually like 
um in a normal world like when i'm not unemployed like usually like work just tires me out so oh or like if i had to get up really early for something like uh and don't have anything to do for the rest of the day like i'll have a good nap but yeah sometimes i hate them sometimes they really just throw off the rhythm of your day yeah yeah it's true i'm a sucker for a good nap though definitely team nap over here did you take one today i was actually taking one pretty close up until this meeting so wow yeah the sun just waiting for that tow truck really and yeah <laughs> oh yeah well um well i'm glad uh you got a little uh charge before we can do this tonight and uh yeah you've probably had a very exhilarating day dealing with all that so glad you could do a nice guy podcast tonight um so while we talk about a mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and so uh Kalista analog um we this is our first time like actually like meeting like having a conversation but uh i've been familiar with you for a while um i cover the milwaukee music scene for breaking and entering i think you know alan you know alan very very familiar with alan we used to be almost neighbors so we were like half a block away from each other um i remember i went to one of his shows back at like the uh it was the skate park in Butler. And that was like my first time DJing at like, I don't know, a show that wasn't the open mic nights. Um, so that was like the first time we met. And I think that was back in maybe 2015. It was, it was a long time ago. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he's a sweetheart. He's, um, he's, he's a great dude. Um, and I couldn't ask for a better, uh, like music scene cohort. Yeah. So like I knew uh, I got wind of you just from like the music scene. I started getting more into like interviewing DJs and people in the club scene in general. Um, but yeah, I saw you did a song with Reno, yeah. uh, AKA Slang. <laughs> um, that dude is so funny. <laughs> he is, he's a good guy for sure. He's very, very passionate about what he does. That's one of my favorite things about him. He like, I sent him this beat and he just full send committed. He was like, yep, we're doing it. And like, you know, uh, being far away from Milwaukee and having so much else going on, like he really, he really carried the team for that one. Like he made it happen for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's very hardworking um, and very good at what he does. Um, like that song you guys did together is like, it just feels like, he's attacking you with yeah. like, with just a mouthful of words, um, sick flow. Yeah, he's um, big shout out to slang. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about that in a bit. Um, but also, you know, I see uh, you and your lovely partner, Erin, uh, shout out to her. Yeah, she's great. Um, we actually like apparently knew each other for a lot longer than I thought we did. So I used to um, DJ back at Brass Alley and uh, she's assigned my checks. So somehow we reconnected after that, luckily. I mean, not somehow, she um, she made it happen. So I'll give her credit for that. <laughs> right on, like, as did she make the first move? She totally did. Just like you said, you like to follow our Twitter. That's uh, That's where the magic happened, so. 
so wholesome. Love that. Yeah. yeah. No, y'all are y'all are adorable. I always thank you. One of my favorite uh, social media couples. Aww. That's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited. She's actually going to be moving um, down here in like August or so. So um, it'll be like over a year of long distance and super excited to finally be in the same space. Yeah, that will be refreshing. Oh my God. Uh, Well, love that for you. I love that for me as well. Good, good. (laughs) Right? Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Very exciting. Um, So yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about uh, everything you have going on right now. But first, <clears throat> take it back a little bit. So um, so are you like originally from the Milwaukee area? Um, so I was born and raised mostly in Tosa. I like went and lived out in Oconomowoc for a little while um, and then came back, went to high school at Tosa West. And then after that, uh, I moved like down more towards the city. So like I was in the Bayview area for a while. Um, I was on the east side for a while, but that's primarily where I was working. So it's just easier to like, you know, I have the 10 minute drive after a gig versus like going back up the freeway stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I feel that. That being said, I would love to hear a little bit about sort of like the role that music played in your life when you were younger, like when you were a kid, like what did you listen to? How would it eventually become a creative outlet for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I feel like whenever people ask me about like how I got into DJing and stuff, it's all just this weird set of coincidences. Like um, my dad kind of DJed as a hobby and he was really into um, hip hop and R&B and like eventually he got more into like jazz. Um, My stepmom liked disco and freestyle and my mom was into more like 90s hair bands and she dated a couple boyfriends that were in 80s like hair bands you know like like so my taste in music just has been all over the place and I've kind of I try to show that off in my sets now you know I try to make it very eclectic and like not just stick with one genre. I love to mash, mash up genres and stuff. Um, so that's like where it started. And then, um, after like middle school ish, I was mostly just playing guitar, um, started a band in, in high school. Yeah. It was a, just a little acoustic. Do you, you guys blow up? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we made over a hundred dollars on our first album. So I mean, just, all made it. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, you we did were. the you did the whole thing. Yeah, we did, and it was with just one other guy. His name was Ben. Um, so yeah, it was pretty awesome. Love it. <laughs> um, after that, um, I wanted to go into the army right out of high school, just because like it's a big family thing, and my mom uh, talked me out of it. She's like, "No, you're gonna you're gonna go die. Like, don't do that." So I went to um, Columbia College in Chicago. So I went for audio arts and acoustics just for like a semester. Um, I learned um, just a lot about like um, production software, like about Ableton. That's where I got my first copy of Ableton. And like, I wasn't really making a lot at that point, but um, that's where I started learning how to use it. And then I had to take an elective class and I picked the club DJ just because it sounded cool. So um, 
our teacher, Mr. Uh, DJ INC, I need cash. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. He taught us, you know, how to use different setups, you know, controllers, um, CDJs, turntables, like the difference between everything. And I didn't really like want to do it yet at that point in time. I just was interested in it. Um, I came back after a year because that college is stupid expensive and I didn't have any scholarships. So, so I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I have no business being here. Like, yeah. same thing with my ad, you know? Yeah, very yeah. expensive. But I mean, props to people who do it. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so I came back to Milwaukee and um, I was just working in retail. Um, and my dad was like, I don't know, you should try DJing. I was like, no, like everybody wants to be a DJ. It's not a thing. Like, I'm not going to do it. Um, and then Moses of higher education records, like used to come in and like talk to me all the time at Zoomies. He was like, oh, you should check out my, you should check out my, my, my studio. I was like, no, I'm not going to your studio, bro. Like, <laughs> so, so he handed out like a little sampler thing. Um, that the guys put together at higher education. I was like, oh, this is actually like pretty cool, whatever. So I started going to the shows, like made friends with them. Um, he set me up with my first gig at, it was the Mason jar back then. And then the bartender liked what I did. Shout out to Dana Kappa. Um, oh, I love Dana Kappa. <laughs> yeah. He was Shout like, hey, we need, a, we need a DJ for our hip hop open mics. He's like, are you free? I was like, I'm not doing shit else. So yeah, sure. And Dude, then, I, my favorite part about thing about Dana is that like, he looks like he's still like a kid, you know, yeah. like he's like 20, but he's like 44. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That dude doesn't age. No, he's a, he's a sweetheart though. I love Dana. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, I, I definitely owe him a lot of credit for like giving me my first gig like I met people from there and that's where like I started getting my name out there um online and um it just kind of never stopped from there and that's that's how we got where we are now awesome um right on that's that's cool like how you sort of there's a series of meeting the right people yeah uh, which is great Milwaukee's great for like they're generally like it it's pretty accessible and um if you want to do something cool like there are opportunities to do that like places that will give you a chance um which i definitely love about milwaukee um so what what is the mason jar now i think it's called the high note i'm pretty sure it's just a karaoke bar um i'm not sure if it's the same owner or a different owner but i haven't been there since mm. it was then i mean the location is is just kind of it's not really by anything so uh, it's kind of like a one-off somewhere yeah yeah like if you go there for you're gonna be there for the night so like committing to a karaoke bar for the entire night is like yeah. no i want to go there at like 1 a.m when i'm totally like can i swear on this yes yeah, you can. When i'm totally <laughs> faced and and like close out the night there but i don't want to like go there sober and i don't know I feel that it's it's definitely like a like a stand a stand-in like destination you know yeah. it's no like you know old world third or some shit right yeah where you're just hopping around mm -hmm. um where did you come up with uh analog 
Um, so I worked with this guy uh, back at Journeys and um, this was post Chicago. So he rapped under the name of Echo, but like E-C-K-O. And he didn't really put a lot of stuff out. He just like kind of did it for himself. He's a very big, like creative. Um, and then he was changing his name to Complex. And he was like, yo, make me some beats, make me some beats. I was like, dude, I'm awful. Like I'm really bad, but okay, like whatever. And uh, he's like, all right, what should we call our project? And he came up with uh, the Analog Complex because my middle name is Anne, so it just kind of, I just kind of went with it, like, after my first gig um, at Mason Jar, they were like, all right, well, you need, you need a name, like, what are we going to call you, and I was just going to go with Kalista, like, yeah. who, who else is named Kalista, really, so, but yeah, that, it just stuck. I did actually work, used to work with a Kalista at Starbucks, <laughs> yeah, but she spelled it with a K. Okay. I've never met another Kalista. I've met like Kalistas and Celestes. Uh, so maybe you'll have to like introduce us so I can have a name twin. I could, that could be arranged. Yeah, it's been like four <laughs> years since I worked there, but sure I'll be like, hey, yeah. hey, uh, I don't know if you remember me, you trained me at Starbucks, but uh, <laughs> I know a Kalista, she really wants to meet you. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, right on. Well, that's cool. Um, so around like, so what was, uh, what was like the time frame when like all this was happening like when you started kind of getting into the scene um i think that was about like 2015 2016 so i was a couple years out of college um i think i had like just dropped out of nursing school Sure. Uh, okay. yeah, college college wasn't my thing back then I was that is okay that's valid you know yeah I mean we're revisiting now we're we're getting back into it and and finding out what works but you know you, sure. you want to make some mistakes unfortunately they're expensive mistakes but that's okay yeah. oh yeah even though like I went did it in four years like just stuck to the one thing uh I owe thousands and thousands of dollars I don't know if it'll ever all get paid. Who, who, who fucking knows? But no, I keep kicking that can down the road because yeah, same. Yeah, we don't we don't have to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> We're both just getting stressed. Don't want to think about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so what were some other spots in Milwaukee like you really like to play at? Like, uh... um, my f absolute favorites were probably my top one is probably Bad Genie upstairs um just because like I could do whatever I wanted to up there like there wasn't anybody that was gonna tell me you know like to turn off what I was doing or like chill it out a little bit or whatever and like I mean I get a little excited sometimes I like to get a little rowdy so <laughs> you know it was it was really fun um poor man's is always a staple that's like where I got my start like doing you know bigger bars and all that like um ben had me just coming on empty ass tuesday nights like he was like got a night like i could pay you you know this amount it's not great but also there's nobody that comes so it's great practice whatever mm -hmm. um i was super grateful for the opportunity and eventually it became to the point where like I was there almost every Saturday and now like whenever I come home I try to play a gig there just because like it's like my home bar if you will you know 
Yeah. You never know what you're going to get at poor man's. Oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, I feel that, um, that's like, like, I don't really like spend much time on water street, but if I were to go, I you would, were. <laughs> I'd go to poor man's. Um, I've, I've heard that, um, they're very inclusive. Um, that like, they give a lot of people just getting sorted out. Like they give people chances and, um, so big ups to them. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, next time you're in town, you know, once, you know, I'm, I'll be fully vaxxed this week. So congratulations. That's exciting. Thank you. Um, I'm stoked. No, I'm just, I just want to get it over with. Um, but once you, uh, once you're back here and, uh, doing a gig of Foreman's, let me know. I'd love to come support you. Yeah, for sure. You know, once like I have someone on the show, I'm like, okay, I know what you're about. I want to like go out and cheer you on, you know. So, um, yeah. Well, what brought you out to Kansas City? Um, the Army. I had no choice in coming out here. Um, however, it has been like so amazing. Like I um, really love the city, and I found such a great like group of people. There are some amazing DJs out here. Um, and I think that once this pandemic thing has settled down, I feel like there's going to be a lot of opportunity for me out here music wise, just to like, you know, um, collaborate with other people. And like, I feel like I've really kind of honed in on what I like to do instead of just strictly open format. So I'm excited to almost, um, like rebrand my musical identity out here yeah. because people in Milwaukee, like, you know, they already have this idea of what I've been doing for the last five or six years. Like they've seen me play, they've heard the music that I do. And so they, they have expectations, you know? Um, so I'm excited to just have a blank slate and like write the script how I want to write it. Yeah. Yeah. And you might as well. Um, that's the great advantage of being in a new scene, new city is like, yeah, you, there's no more pretenses of like who you have to be. You can, you can uh, identify as however you please as a creative um, and make new friends doing it. And, uh, um, and then it's great. Cause then you can come back here whenever you do and do your new thing and uh, bring new, uh, and surprise people you know I love that I love doing the little pop-up shows and stuff I was actually just back there um and I did a, a little dinner show with YB at Vagabond and their little their little dinner theater so um I mean it's a super like like separated booth and all that the DJ booth so it felt good to just like play a set to humans again yeah oh yeah I cannot fucking wait for yeah live music and shows again like it's alan and i are, are it's killing us okay i can imagine yeah same here um aaron actually just bought us tickets to go see uh res at red rocks in mm. like september i think it is so okay. i am stoked oh that'll be awesome that'll be yeah. amazing i I have, I've always wanted to go out there, um, see Rad Rocks. Um, that will be an amazing, like, sort of comeback 
yeah. experience, you know, getting back into it. So Fresh. love that for you. Also same. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, I also love that for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you were doing the DJ sets and everything. Um, so wait, uh, real quick, how so how long have you been in Kansas now, Kansas City? Um, since February of 2019. Okay, sure. So a little over two years now. Yeah. Pre so like pre-COVID, um, like where you did you manage to kind of like infiltrate the scene there and like to be honest, um, so I got here in that February and like I was trying to get accommodated to like my job and just being in a whole new space and I was living an hour away. So I was living on the army base um, about an hour from Kansas City. So I really didn't do much. And then um, the summer after that, um, I got sent to Houston for two months to go help with COVID down there. Um, so I really like didn't get to do anything that summer. So like the majority of my networking and stuff has been a lot like online. Like I've really taken advantage of everybody being at their phones and like everybody being so in tune with, you know, trying to network with people online. Like, um, I talked to, um, I don't know if you've heard of his name's Christian Caicedo of uh, Envious Audio. So he's the one who mastered my Megan the Stallion edit, uh, but he's super cool guy. He runs his own uh, podcast. I can shoot you the link after this. I'm not sure, but um, super great podcast. And he talked to me a lot about networking during the pandemic, like, you know, how big of an opportunity it is, even though like the whole industry is shut down. So like, I actually met, uh, one of my best friends now was like uh, a radio DJ in Kansas City until that got shut down. And like she moved from uh, California. And then I met this other guy, um, DJ Vinyl Richie, um, super, super good DJ. And then just like a couple other like random people. I tried to find who the the big the big DJs were like in the scene and just like, pick their brains and see where they're playing and where the good spots are and stuff. So I feel like I've built a good foundation and I'm really excited to see them play. Like just go out there and hang out and experience Kansas city for, with the full like extent to its fullest extent. Cool. That will be really cool. And it will be very just empowering. And uh, I imagine like, getting out there is just going to make you like want to do it more and more, you know, yeah. um, just like, it sounds like you did in Milwaukee. Um, what is, so what is Kansas city like known for? I don't really know a whole lot about Kansas city um, other than like the sports teams. Like what, like what are big, like Kansas city, like mainstays, if you will. So I don't want to answer this incorrectly because I don't want to claim Casey and not know enough about it yet. So I'm going to be completely forward and just take this all with a grain of salt. This is my personal experience of what Kansas City is known for. Um, to me, like, they love their Chiefs. As you know, like, they, they love their Chiefs. Um, they have a really good uh, brewing company out here, actually, Boulevard Brewing. Um, 
I would compare it very closely to a lot of Milwaukee breweries. It's very good. And then um, we have a really cool art museum out here. It's called the Nelson Atkins Art Museum and it's enormous and marble and like free, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, so the art scene is amazing. There's like so much street art everywhere and it's beautiful. And there's a lot of um, really good food. So like the Kansas City barbecue is a really big thing. Um, and that's what I, I mean, that's what I can think of for right now. I think mostly it's like their art and barbecue and sports, but I'm hoping nice. to find some more. <laughs> Sounds like a, a, a city to, to celebrate in. Yeah. You know, I'm mostly just drink cheap beer, you know, like I'm a, I'm a hams guy. Uh, I get shit for it all the time. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. I drink a lot of hams. Um, it's cause it's economical, you know? Being as being in Milwaukee and like just all the amazing beers we have like in proximity, like always just intrigues me like what other cities' ideas are of good beer. So I, I would love to come try some Boulevard. Yeah. It's weird though, because like I think things that we're very used to as staples um in Milwaukee, like so here, like Bloody Marys aren't really all that special. Like they give it tea in a plastic cup with some ice and like maybe yeah. a piece of celery if you're lucky. Like there's no beer chaser or anything. Um, I actually went over to a friend's house a couple weeks ago for like a Bloody Mary Sunday. And they had like, you know, a nice little spread of stuff. And I went to grab, I bought like a couple bottles of Miller Lite and it's like 11 in the afternoon. I went to grab a Miller Lite to like have with, my bloody and they looked at me like what are you doing <laughs> what, do you mean, what am i doing like it's a beer chaser like right or yeah. um, with the bombs like they had them with ice they put ice in the bombs and they called it a chugger which was really interesting to me wow okay <laughs> all right i could i guess i could work with that i i went to uh st louis um spent a week in there like um like last september and uh, i don't know if you've ever been to st louis but it's like for like a midwest city like it's got a very southern feel like mm -hmm. cajun food and like culture is has a pretty big influence down there like seafood is huge and uh, i thought that was interesting you know like because it's still it's it's like, I guess, more in like the South Midwest, if you will, but it's not far from Kansas City, but the, like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big foodie. So um, yeah. I'll, yeah, I always interested in just what, what, you know, is like the, the things that you take back, the experiences you take back when you visit a new big city. Yeah. Um, I recommend St. Louis uh, for some good oysters. I don't know if you like oysters. Yeah, I do. I love oysters. That's actually um, on my list of places to travel just because I hear they have Six Flags there. So, Oh, your big Six Flags? Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. my oysters. Oh, same. Same. The best like I've ever been was uh, Cedar Point. I hear uh, good things about Cedar Point. Dude, they have like 20 roller coasters. <laughs> wicked and a lot like yeah and i went like as a kid so a, a lot there's more that have been built since then so yeah definitely on the list 
when you like kind of like started DJing um, or like even just like post Chicago, because I know you said like that was when you first really started getting into it. Like, I guess like what what role did it play beyond that for you for like the time to come? Like, was it was it like still a pretty active hobby of yours for a while? Like, how did it stick with you over time? Um, Honestly, it was very much in the back burner for most of my DJ career. Um, I learned how to make mixes on Ableton. Um, so I, I got a, even a little bit more familiar with the software that way. Um, and that just kind of like, if you want to put out a radio mix or you want something that's like perfectly tuned and, and all that, like, you know, I'll do that sometimes instead of just dropping like a live recorded mix. Um, but yeah, I really would just kind of pick it up randomly for like a day or two and I would make a couple things and be like, oh, this is garbage. Like, it's not for me, whatever. But I would always watch a lot of YouTube videos, like the against the clock videos or like, you know, all that was so intriguing to me. Um, and it still is like, I'm still very much trying to decide like what avenue I want to go down and I've played with a couple different genres like I did that kind of weird Paul Wall mid-tempo like res inspired one and then I did like a hip-hop one and then I have like the weird like bass housey whatever like so I, I haven't really nailed like what I want my producing identity to be quite yet um but I do know that it's something that I like have a passion for um I wish that I did it more like I think about um like how good I could be at something if I only would just do it a little bit every day but instead like you know I come home from work and like make food and I'm just like oh yeah exhausted so um I'm hoping to make that more of like a priority I have mm -hmm. um a track in the works right now that I'm hoping to put out with Andy Snow from Chicago cool so that's much more of like a housey track so I don't know um as far as it being active I would say it, it wasn't really <laughs> yeah it was so and then like in terms of habitat with uh slang so like where did that beat come from like what what kind of inspired you with that one so that one um it's funny because I had this really good uh this really good two friends they were a couple um and they were living on base so like very early pandemic like it was just me and like the same five people that i worked with we would also like hang out because what else are we gonna do like we all work together this is this is like my social circle like whatever so we were having um like a house party one night and i remember just sitting in the kitchen and like kind of going through like my little sample packs. Um, and I just found this loop that I liked the sound of that little kind of chant, the ooh chant that you hear in the intro. And yeah. I like kind of flipped it around and, and chopped it up into what it is now. Um, and that really set the whole mood for it. Like it was probably like 2 a.m. or something and I couldn't hear it cause I couldn't plug in my headphones. So I was just playing off my laptop speakers and I was like, oh, this, this could be tight. Like I could do something with this and I wanted to keep it really simple. Um, so I think I finished it like in the next 
day or two when I could finally get out my headphones and like fine tune everything. But yeah, that one, um, I'll spend a lot of time on, on beats and, and they end up getting really overcomplicated, but for some reason that's one of my best ones. And it was like one of the most simple, simple things I've ever put together. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, it sounds like you're influenced by just a lot of different stuff, you know, like it sounds like you said, you have like electronic and house stuff you like, but you also have hip hop. You also have like aggressive stuff. Um, it, yeah, it just, it sounds like, um, you know, from even from like early on into your artistry, you're not putting yourself in a box, which is wonderful. Yeah. Sometimes I go between like, really loving that about myself and also like looking at it as like wow I really just have the biggest case of FOMO like I really just can't stick to one thing but that's okay that's that's what makes me me so I I appreciate that you're welcome uh hey as they say the world is your oyster speaking <laughs> <laughs> of oysters we bring it full yeah. circle oh hell yeah that's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about you know um <laughs> Yeah, I never say that. It's because always we mentioned them earlier, so that phrase just popped up in my head. <laughs> yeah, um, cool. So yeah, you said you've got a track uh, you're working on with Andy Snow. Um, yeah, what else uh, do you feel? What are some more goals you have right now? What are some other things that are kind of on your mind? Like, uh, are we going to get like a uh, 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 analog tape uh, in the future? Oh man, that'd be pretty cool. Plume tape, that would be awesome. I would love that. Um, yeah, I mean, ideally, you know, whenever I get my life together and I can actually like regularly um, work on stuff, which I say that like it's anyone's fault but mine. It's totally my fault. Um, <laughs> yeah, whenever I actually like sit down and, and really make a collection of things, um, I would love to do that. I actually um, made like a little goals list, like a five, 10 year goals list um with like the ultimate goal being able to play like uh, my own pride fest headlining show somewhere in a big city like like miami or wherever pride fest is huge i don't know i just really like have always wanted to be involved in like the the queer scene wherever the wherever it is like and um that's another thing about Kansas City is that like, you know, I thought Milwaukee had a really good scene, but like it's even bigger here. So I'm so excited. <laughs> but it's a, no, it's, it's a really gay city. Oh, super gay. I love it. Yeah. Nice. Well, I live, like within a mile of like uh, I want to say like four or five gay bars and clubs. One in awesome. one being hamburger Mary. So <laughs> oh, love that. I love hamburger <laughs> Mary. Um, yeah. Well, it'd be dope to make it out to San Francisco then. I mean, yeah, uh, that's, that's also on the list. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like a great, uh, just like a great way to look at it. And as well as like yourself, like in like relative to like who you want to entertain and who you want to like feel right at home at and like just the, the people you're going to meet. Like that's, yeah, that's exciting um and uh, i yeah I, I i fuck with that a lot so uh good for you thank you i hope it happens um in between there i mean like i have little 
little stuff like you know I want to put out like an analog edit pack or like uh you know a mashup pack like I did that um Ariana Grande Catra not a mashup or like cool. you know just or maybe even um I was working with this guy from Italy his name is Elia and he was super awesome he was giving me like um little producing lessons and um he wanted to do uh like a scratch pack with me because he put out this really cool um sample pack and stuff so maybe that's still on the books i'm not sure yeah see see what happens yeah right yeah you know these things pop up uh yeah. what did you say his name was elia he um i think he recently changed the name of like his brand but it was it was occult studios with like a v instead of the u but he probably still has the sample pack packs up um one of them I, I actually used for samples in my screwed up edits. So. Right on. Well, uh, ain't that neat? <laughs> um, awesome. Love it. Well, uh, Kalista Analog, uh, I really appreciate you uh, being on the show tonight. It's wonderful. Like, actually get to know you and talk. Um, seem like a great person to party with. And uh, I look forward to seeing. Uh, what you continue to do and how you continue to be inventive um, with with your your artistry and your brand and whatnot. Um, so on our way out, before we close out, I ask everyone the same two things. Uh, the first question is, Kalista, what keeps you up at night? Oh man, um, right now is my job currently. I'm kind of at that point right now where I could like extend my army contract and I could go, you know, so many different places like Hawaii may be on the table, Italy may be on the table, whatever, or, or I could just let it ride out and plant my roots here in Kansas City. So that is a huge, huge weight on my mind currently. You try to like look at the, um, the merit to so many different possibilities. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, definitely a big thing to think about uh, in your 20s, you know? Yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of pros and cons for sure. Yeah, definitely. On the other hand, what puts you to sleep? Mm. Oh man, this is going to sound really gay. Uh, my girlfriend, she's very, very supportive. Um, you know, she's been like my rock these past couple of months, even all the way from Milwaukee, like, you know, it, it's um, so refreshing to like have a human that's so um, just steady and sure and there. So like, oh God, that's so gay. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. It's hey, that's that, that warms my heart. <laughs> uh, shout out to Aaron. Uh, yeah, good shit. Uh, thank you again. Thank you so much. This is this is a great time. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you for having me. And I'm super excited to hit you up when I'm back in Milwaukee and things that are like kosher to, you know, be social again. We'll definitely have a good party. Right on. We absolutely will. Uh, I can't wait. Um, for everyone watching, I'll be tagging the link to Analog's uh, SoundCloud so you can check out her edits that she has uh, streaming and um, looking forward to what she does in the future. In the meanwhile, in the meantime, uh, go stream Habitat with Sling Troubadour, which dropped in December. And uh, 
yeah, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. As always, we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.